would you trust someone like you? It's another day. I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, Someone Like You. Our scripture reference today is Titus chapter 1, verses 5 through 16. As always, may the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of His Holy Word. I left you behind in Crete for this reason, that you should put in order what remained to be done, and should appoint elders in every town as I directed you, someone who is blameless, married only once, whose children are believers, not accused of debauchery and not rebellious. For a bishop, as God's steward, must be blameless. He must not be arrogant or quick-tempered or addicted to wine or violent or greedy for gain. But he must be hospitable, a lover of goodness, prudent, upright, devout, and self-controlled. He must have a firm grasp of the word that is trustworthy in accordance with the teaching, so that he may be able both to preach with sound doctrine and to refute those who contradict it. There are also many rebellious people, idle talkers and deceivers, especially those of the circumcision. They must be silenced, since they are upsetting whole families by teaching for sordid gain what is not right to teach. It was one of them, their very own prophet, who said, Cretans are always liars, vicious brutes, lazy gluttons. That testimony is true. For this reason, rebuke them sharply so that they may become sound in the faith not paying attention to Jewish myths or to commandments of those who reject the truth. To the pure, all things are pure, but to the corrupt and unbelieving, nothing is pure. Their very minds and consciences are corrupted. They profess to know God, but they deny him by their actions. They are detestable, disobedient, unfit for any good work. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. God willing, I will always remember the night the church ordained me. There was great joy for me, my family, and my colleagues who also spent years of their life preparing for that night. One of the things I recall was my big mouth. The bishop who ordained me preached that service. He began by telling a story of visiting several museums while on vacation in Europe. His wife wanted to see some of the more famous and intriguing places. He wanted to see the more inexpensive or free ones. They made it into one of those establishments and the bishop couldn't believe his eyes. He went on and on about all the junk that was not museum worthy. To which I replied out loud, keyword loud, you get what you pay for, Bishop. To which he said, I haven't ordained you yet. It's humbling to think of what God and the church has called me to do. If you've heard me preach, though, chances are you've heard me repeat something. Preaching is another of God's calling 
of which we all have. Yes, it is a specific and can be a heavy responsibility. But you have a ministry that is just as important, just as called by God as mine. Yours might not be of the professional nature, like a pastor. I'm not sure pastors should be professionals. Isn't that another business word the church affixed to itself? Again, mine is a specific calling, but let's notice something. Look at the qualities in Titus 1 of elders and bishops. There's a word that stands out to me. Someone. Those who were to be appointed were someone who demonstrated important faith characteristics. The calling comes second. The indwelling of the spirit and the desire to live in holiness come first. As you seek God's kingdom first, that means God will always call someone like you. Stay blessed. Now, before you go, let me make sure you know I love you and you are a blessing to me. Thanks for listening to another note. I hope it helps you live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Let me know if I can pray with you and help us reach others by sharing today's devotional or leaving a review wherever you listen as a podcast. And finally, make sure to check out the website at anotherjohn.com. God be with you.